are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, and thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Today is Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. I am your host, Tidy Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information if you want more of us and now on today's episode of locked on mariners we're going to be talking a little bit about shed long who's found a new home today and we're also going to continue an exercise one of our listeners set us on during monday's mailbag episode should be a lot of fun and if this is your first time joining us welcome to the show if you like what you hear give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. We greatly appreciate it. So let's start with Shed Long, who, according to Jeff Passan, has found a new home. Long has apparently signed a minor league contract with the Baltimore Orioles earlier on this offseason. He opted for free agency, and now he gets a new opportunity and a pretty good one at that. Colby, what do you think about the fit for Long and the O's? I think it's a really good fit for Shed. Um, he's he has a really good shot of making that team and getting regular at bats. Uh, you remember in 2019, Long came up and and uh, was actually pretty good in, in a relatively small sample size. Uh, mm-hmm. Then obviously, you know, 2020 comes, spring training canceled, blah blah blah. You get the idea. Um, then he kind of tries to battle through a, a shin injury, shin splints. Um, and yep. it just, it, it's, it, it was a disaster. He completely fell off. Um, and you know, he, he had some setbacks with that and it kind of pushed him back even further into 2021 and he never really got going. So it feels like it's been, you know, a series of unfortunate events for shed long, but you look back in 2019, you know, the guy hit 263, 333, 454, um, can play a couple places defensively. Uh, I, I still think shed long can hit, um, the last few years, he, he's got to get the strikeouts under control. He's up over 30% over the last few years. So he's got to get that mm-hmm. under control. Um, but I still believe in the bat here. I think Baltimore can kind of use him uh, all over the place. Uh, and obviously, they're not trying to compete. So they can they can really afford to give him some at-bats. Um, I, I think it's a solid fit for the swing, too. Uh, you know, I, I just... I, I, I like Shed Long. I, I think he is a mm-hmm. good, going to be a good major leaguer. He's only 26. Um, he has an option left, which is great for Baltimore. Uh, I, I think this is just a really good fit. It makes a lot of sense. You know, Shed goes to a place where they're not trying to win yet. And so yeah. he doesn't have this pressure of producing right away or being sent down. Uh, I, I think it's a really good uh, ideal situation for, uh, for Shed Long. Yeah, and even though that it's a uh, minor league deal, I th- I think he's uh, he's going to be able to make that roster. I think he's going to get ample opportunity to play at some point, and uh, I think that's great for him to get things back on track. Um, like you, I I still very much believe in Shed as well. I you know I was disappointed that it wasn't going to happen in Seattle. I was disappointed that he ended up opting for free agency, but I also understand the decision. I understand wanting to get a new opportunity and I understand it from the Mariner side as well um, to, to move on. But yeah, I, I, 
I think he's uh, he's still got quite a bit of potential there, uh, both offensively and, and and maybe a little bit defensively. He's he's so athletic that I, I you know I think that he can at least be average somewhere. Um, we'll see, but uh, yeah, this is a great opportunity for him. Um, I, I I wish nothing but the best for him moving forward, and uh, I I think he'll actually be able to find some some success there in in Baltimore. I think that's a good ballpark for him to play in, uh, for him to hit in. And uh, in a good situation just to land in in general, uh, considering like what you said, there's really no pressure on him to perform. Um, he can just go out there, you know, be a little, you know, loose and and uh, just, you know, let it rip and, and see what happens. So, um, yeah, it's good stuff. It's, it's, it's a good development here for Shed. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of look at Baltimore's depth chart right now and it's Rugnetto door at second base. Wait, did they sign Rudnan Odor? <laughs> Apparently. When did that happen? Uh, apparently. I, I do not know. Um, Ramon Urias, Urias. Ty always makes fun of how I say it. Uh, at shortstop. And uh, I believe this is Kelvin Gutierrez right now is projected to get a lion's share of the, the time at third base. Wow. So, is it Richie Martin on that team? Yes. He's kind of the utility infielder. Um no. So yeah, with Shed, your competition is Kelvin Gutierrez, uh, who is you know, I, replacement level at best. Yeah, um, Rugnetto Dor, who at this stage of his career pretty much follows the same thing, and Urias, who is a pretty good player, but not somebody that Shed can't be. Uh, although Urias is probably going to be the shortstop, so. Uh, yeah, he's got a really good opportunity to make this club, maybe even crack the, you know, crack the 400 at bat uh, threshold for the first time and, and really have a good shot mm-hmm. to uh, to see what he can do. But uh, yeah, he apparently signed a one year Odor signed a one year major league deal with the Orioles on November 30th. Wow. That yeah. completely flew under the radar for me. But yeah, going back There's to shit, you know, just yeah, that's true. But yeah, going back to Shed, like, um, you know, this is a good opportunity for him. Hopefully, he can stay healthy, and uh, hopefully, you can find some su- uh, some success there. Man, I cannot say success for some reason today. All right, so we're going to be building a lineup purely out of um, prospects in the Mariner system right now, or just young assets rather. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up. On all of my New Year's resolutions, that is. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. And it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Now, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie, high in protein. So replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. So go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And there's so many amazing flavors they have to offer. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Mm, Just sounds so good. Now, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order. 
Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like we do here, or just like you do here every day. Uh, let's take a look back at a exercise that we did on Monday. A listener of ours named Josh on Twitter at Josh Canton Six on Twitter had us try to build a lineup made up of purely young assets or prospects in the Mariners organization. And we were a little confused on how to approach it. We also kind of went about it in different ways. I went with more upside. You went more with guys who were kind of knocking on the door or already at the major league level uh, for the Mariners. But um, we're going to take another crack at it now that we have a bit more time instead of, you know, doing it, trying to do it in five minutes on on a mailbag show. Uh, We're going to spend the rest of the show doing this and we're also going to build a rotation we're going to build a bullpen or an arm barn um and uh yeah so let's start with the lineup though colby do you want to go around the diamond do you want to go one through nine how do you want to approach this i still want to know how we're doing it (laughs) like are we (laughs) are we trying to win a game tomorrow or are we simply looking at like kind of what baseball america does where it's like Here's the projected 2025 Mariners lineup, but it includes no free agents, just guys in their system who they think might be up by 2025. Like the completely unrealistic, oh, they don't add anybody outside the organization. Which one mm-hmm. is it? Are we trying to win tomorrow or are we just kind of doing like the, the Baseball America, you know, BS one? Because both are obviously Let me ask you this. Flawed. Yeah. Do you think that there is a lineup that we could actually construct construct that would make that would beat a major league baseball team? Any of them? Sure. Yeah. You think so? Right. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, we're we're including like the the guys who are less than a full year of service time too. So. Sure. Sure. Um, and you know, okay. Baltimore's pretty bad. So. so um, yeah, that that is true, but they have Shed Long now. So. I mean, I think I like. Like I'm not saying they would win, like be a 500 team, but could they beat a major league baseball team? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. So let's approach it from uh, from that standpoint then. Now that we've established that, so uh, our team's gonna who? Suck. Yeah, this team is not gonna be good, but let's 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 do it anyway. So catcher, I think it's Cal Raleigh. Cal Raleigh I said yeah. that on Monday. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really any debate there. Uh, Harry Ford is nowhere close, uh, especially if you view him as a catcher. So Cal Raleigh is kind of the guy by default and a good one at that to have by default. Um, a good option to have there. All right. So first base is really the interesting one. And I know that when you were going with this similar approach on Monday, you ended up going with Cade Marlowe, who's traditionally a, an outfielder. Do you want to stick with Marlowe? Well, I mean, like, who's the other option? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's not. Yeah. Like Tyler Keenan is no off to a rough start in his professional this is career. Maybe where you nice could have. This is maybe where you could have hell. Uh, sorry. Hit Eric Felia, But uh, I don't think he's in the org sure. anymore. So um, I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. So when you start looking at first base, you're not going to get a natural first baseman. Evan White doesn't qualify for this list. Um, right. You know, because he's not technically a prospect. Same goes for Ty France. Um, although, I mean, we're adding guys who aren't technically prospects. But Evan White has more than a year of service time, so he is not uh, eligible for the list. 
so yeah, the the first base thing for the Mariners is way up in the air because you don't like it's very rarely very rare that a player comes up as a first baseman. Most players end up at first base. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So yep. yeah. So yeah, I feel like considering who we're gonna have in our outfield at the end of the day, Marlowe makes some sense at, at first base. Um, minor league performer who, mm-hmm. if he has another good year, frankly, might be able to knock on the door of the major league level at some you know, point this year. A guy, I guess the guy that we should throw in there, Kevin Padlow. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little closer to the big leagues. Um, but could that be our option at third? Cause I mean, there's not a lot of options over there either terms of guys that are pretty close <sighs> I, I miss Austin Shinton um uh, I'm sorry buddy <laughs> you know I'm calling an audible mid show we're doing this segment is the really close one and then the the third segment will be like the 2025 dream roster so second base but when are we when are we handling the rotation and the bullpen we'll get to it trust me here we go. All right. All right. All right. You control the show. So who's at first who's at first base then? I'm gonna go Marlowe. Cause I mean who who's gonna be our third baseman other than Padlow? Like who's capable of doing that? That's fairly close. Yeah, that's fair. Cause cause like we're probably putting Donovan Walton at second or second. short, right? Yep. Have yeah. to pretty much. Who's our shortstop? Um Excellent question. Uh, you guys can kind of see the the issue with the Mariners uh, is well, <laughs> infield not, prospects. Not a lot not of a lot of high minors depth in, in the infield there. So, yeah, yeah I, I I feel like like do we use Noelvi at somewhere? Like, do we think that he's close enough? Like, is he so much better than all the other options? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel. Do we play him at third? Yeah, that's a, that's tough, man. Um, This is a, this is a tough exercise. (laughs) This one is harder than the, just like pick the best guys. One that we're going to do next segment. Um, I feel like it's either him or it's like Patrick Frick. Yeah. Like, yeah, Frick might be like a little further along, but yeah, it's like, or we're trying to win tomorrow. Like probably just go upside and just go with no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple spots where you still just have to go upside. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. So we'll say no LV, even though if no LV so tried no LV to short. Yeah. Or third. Just put him at short, put Padlow at third. Okay. And then Walton at second. And then the outfield is pretty obvious. That's Trammell, Kelnick, Rodriguez. Yep. I would assume in that order. Yep. Well, okay. Trammell in center. Okay. You want Trammell in center? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And Kelnick in left and Rodriguez. Oh. Yep. Okay. And then uh, do we want to pick a DH? <laughs> the Loach, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, probably Deloach. Um, 
Yeah. So like for a lineup for that, I mean, you're, you're going to put the, the best guys up top. So it's probably Kelnick one, Tremel two, Julio three, Padlo yeah. four, yeah. Raleigh five. Anyways, uh, starting rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. That, that's yeah, yeah, too yeah. gross sounding. <laughs> yeah. Starting rotation. Uh, Gilbert, Kirby, Hancock, Williamson, Brash? Yeah. Brash, okay. And then the bullpen yeah. would be uh, Munoz, mm-hmm. Phillips, Stout. Sure. Tane. No. I guess. Yeah, I guess you yeah. got to put them in there. Uh, we should probably put some of the guys that have Bryce been at Miller. the major league level. Well, I mean, they're they're all over one year. Oh, are they? Yeah. Fletcher, too? I'm not putting Fletcher. <laughs> Fletcher is like the 85th best arm in this organization. Screw that. I'll put <laughs> Bryce Miller in there ahead of Fletcher. Okay. All right. Very yeah. Fair. Like I'd rather have Juan Pinto at the big league level than Aaron Fletcher right now. Uh, Wyatt Mills uh-huh. probably has to be on there. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a team that like if you gave all those like if that team played 162 games, they probably win like 40. And that's lar- largely because yeah. you know their starting pitching is going to be pretty good. So maybe yeah. 60, maybe. But yeah, the. Maybe. Uh, High minors is not a good place for for infield prospects for the Mariners right now. So yeah, 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 it makes things a little bit difficult on that front. So all right, we're gonna do our dream lineup then in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Colby, so we just did our... You know, if we need to win a game tomorrow, line up with some of the Mariners prospects and young assets in general. Now let's just build the upside, you know, dream lineup uh, made up of these prospects and young assets. I guess we'll just start around the diamond once again. Is Harry Ford our catcher? Are we going to put him somewhere else and keep Cal Raleigh aboard? Probably going to put forward somewhere else just because we have yeah. such glaring holes at second and third yeah. really even yeah. when we expand this out so yeah i think we put raleigh at catcher uh okay and we put ford at second and then obviously yeah, shortstop, I vote for that as well shortstops probably edwin arroyo and third base is no lb yes yeah. yeah you're thinking exactly where i am i don't like well. it so it's garbage <laughs> Um, so then the outfield is still, you know, again, using guys with less than a year of service time. It's still Kelnick, Trammell, um, 
and right, Julio, yes. and then Deloach is probably the number four, or slash mm-hmm. DH. Um, yeah. Or, or I guess if, if we're is, doing like Dream, I mean, is I like Starlin Aguilar or Lazaro probably Montes? Montes would be the Dream DH. Okay. Um, based on his profile, so first base though. Oh, Montes could play first since we're doing yeah. Dream profile, and then yeah. Ag- Aguilar. So DH then Deloach or or Aguilar. Yeah, probably Deloach. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, only we had Felton and Celestine to pick from right now. <laughs> soon. Soon. I mean, couldn't we, though? Since this is no, the dream. No. You don't, no. You, you don't want to do that. You don't want to see He is not in the organization. He's be in the organization like that six is, months, probably. That, no. No, no, no. That is cheating. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> the rotation right, and, right. and the bullpen, probably exactly the same. If we're being honest. Yeah. That's the one spot yeah. the Mariners have plenty of, uh, you know, depth and yeah. it's pretty well spread out too between the high minors and the low minors so yeah that that one the pitching staff's pretty universal for both but when you start thinking about like the dream lineup here you're probably like again assuming everybody hits their ceilings which isn't going to happen but again dream the best leadoff guy probably Tremel, right power yeah. speed like on base skills. It's probably him, right? Yeah. No. So, yeah, I mean, this. It's pretty much the same construction of the last lineup that we did, really, just with Edwin Arroyo and um, Lazaro Montes and Harry Ford. I would say that, like, again, the 2025 lineup, which is impossible, but using only prospects. I I would say that uh, it probably is going to go, it would probably go Trammell, Noelvi, Kelnick, Julio. Mm -hmm. Then... Number five. Montes? Probably, probably Montes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Ford, six. Mm-hmm. Raleigh, seven. Man, though, I don't know. Going back to the leadoff conversation, Ford in a leadoff spot sounds pretty yeah. fun, too. I mean, so does Kelnick. So does Kelnick. Or Julio, so even. Julio. <laughs> yeah. Like, pick <laughs> like a, a guy. These guys. Pick a guy, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. I just I feel right, like number, number seven probably Raleigh. Yeah, probably Raleigh, and then you round it out with Arroyo, uh, probably Arroyo, and then Deloach nine. Yeah, like that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a dang good lineup. Sorry, you I, say uh, dang good sorry. lineup. Yeah, it is. That yeah, I did because it is. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, it could yeah, be in twenty twenty CTZ. I can't, you know, I can't say what I really feel. Speaking of CTZ, you guys should check that out. Yeah, you should. Control the patreon.com slash control slash. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. He did say backslash this time. Good for you. Well, 
to be fair, I'm just going to start saying slash because I feel like everybody knows. Sure. Like I only struggle with it when I think about it. Like I never type in the wrong one. It's just when I'm like, is that a forward slash or a backslash? So, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So let's, uh, let's recap here. Going around the diamond. We got Cal Raleigh at catcher. Lazaro Montes at first base. Harry Ford at second. Edwin Arroyo at short. Noel V. Marte at third. Got Garrett Kelnick in left field. Taylor Travell in center. Julio Rodriguez in right field. And then we got Zach Deloach as our DH. Our rotation is Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, Emerson Hancock, uh, Brandon Williamson, and Matt Brash. And then our bullpen is Levi Stout and uh, Connor Phillips. And who else do we have in there? Um... I mean, Adam Mack no, White Mills was in there. White Mills, Bryce Miller. Mm-hmm. Bryce uh, Miller, yep. Yeah. Andres Munoz. Yeah. And obviously, Colby, Will Fleming. I don't know who that is, but um, <laughs> did I mention Bryce Miller? You did. You did okay. mention Good. Bryce Miller. Good. Bryce Miller. Uh, Isaiah Michael Campbell? Morales? Eh. Campbell. You love Campbell still. I wouldn't love him. I think he can be pretty good in a bullpen role next year if you if you moved him there permanently, but that's true. It's Brian it's, Wu. Yeah. Joey Gerber. Mm, yeah, that's true. Where is Joey Gerber? He just what happened to pretty much all of last year. Like it's not important. <laughs> I don't know. It seems kind of important. He just like, they didn't even talk about him. They didn't even talk about what was going on with him. It's private, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that's a pretty good squad overall. Like, it's really exciting. A lot of firepower there. A lot of upside offensively. The rotation is nasty. Um, bullpen's pretty good, too. So Yeah, I think that team is... Again, if they all hit their ceiling, that's that's a like a World Series caliber team. Not that they're going to do that, yeah. but yeah, like I think I think this though puts it in perspective just how good the farm system is for the Mariners and why it's considered the best in the game um, by a lot of uh, outlets, including mm-hmm. Baseball America. Um, I mean, you, you just uh, you think about the guys that didn't make it, right? Like Gabby Gonzalez and Alberto Rodriguez, and obviously those guys would probably make it if we did bench rolls. Yeah. Um, for I mean, this for this roster, but Milcar Perez, yeah, I mean, Milcar Perez, yeah, that's a great one. George Feliz, mm-hmm. uh, Starlin Aguilar, Juan Pinto, uh, Luis Bolivar. Yep. Yep. It's yep. like I, I think the good thing with this exercise is it, it shows kind of like if you're looking for weaknesses in the Mariner system infielders, uh, mm-hmm. it's that's the big one. They have a lot, they, they have a lot of minor league outfield depth and it's notice. I said minor league uh, and it's tiered pretty well <laughs> there. It's pretty well established at, at you know, every level um, they have pitching again, that's, that's tiered pretty well. And uh, it's, it's pretty much throughout every single level. You're going to find some really interesting pitching. Um, where they don't have, you know, interesting guys in, or I, I, I don't want to say they're not interesting. Like, mm-hmm. like Caden Polkovich is 
like profile is interesting. Cade Marlowe's profile is interesting. Yeah. But are they like even Starlin Aguilar? Interesting. But are they like real prospects yet? You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between like, sure. Oh yeah. No, there's some upside there. And like, Hey, this guy is, is like a big leaguer, you know, we don't know, you know, same goes for Milcar Perez. So for sure. yeah, the, the, and we don't even know if Milcar can stay in the infield. So yeah, yeah, there's, there's just, there's a lot, there's a big, you know, difference, uh, I guess with middle infield guys or just infielders in general, but it is worth noting that the Mariners do have JP Crawford for the next few years. They do have Abraham Toro for the next few mm-hmm. years. Um, yeah. Evan White is still around, um, yeah. you know, Ty France can play other positions, but eh, probably, yeah, probably want to keep them at first yeah. if you can. But yeah, but that that's what it is. You know, that's why losing a guy like Shed Long kind of hurts. You know, I mm-hmm. understand why they did it, um, but they don't have a lot of uh, don't have a lot of those guys, and that that's that's because those guys are really hard to find. Particularly the the left side guys, third base and shortstop. Finding those guys are are really hard. Um, yeah, for sure. And you know, we're seeing the Mariners understand that that's where they are because they're going out and they're trying. That's where that's what they're attacking right now. They're not yeah. attacking the outfield. They're attacking Chris Bryan and Trevor Story. So, um, yeah, you just look at some of the guys that they've added now uh, in the last couple of years through the draft, through the uh, international uh, signing periods uh, as well. You know, a lot of a lot of infielders. So you got a lot of guys like coming up. You know, you got a lot of infielders. You got a lot of infield depth in the low minors. Right. See what that looks like as they start to rise through uh, through the farm. But yeah, so you know, eventually, I feel like that's probably going to be less of an issue for this uh, for this organization. But right now, uh, yeah, they just don't have a lot of options there, and that's why, in the end, you know, it's kind of important that they target you know infielders right now um and free agency for for the immediate future because they just they don't really have anything coming up i mean even though Elvi Marte, who's not going to stick up the middle um you know at, at best he's probably going to be a third baseman um even he's probably year and a half away still maybe even two full years we'll see um but yeah there's just there there isn't really anything knocking on the door right now which like you said Makes the you know makes Shed Long's departure sting a little bit more, but yeah, it, like we said earlier, it just it, uh, you, you understand uh, why uh, both sides kind of decided to to separate in that situation. Yeah. But that's gonna do it for our show today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Lockdown Mariners. For Colby Batnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And just like us, their show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we will see you for Fan Fiction Friday on, well, Friday. So be sure to send in your mock Mariners trades. And remember, we're not doing any Brian Reynolds or Jose Ramirez trades. So please send something other than either one of those players. Please, I beg of you. See you then. Peace.